Top 1660 is back in the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty announce another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the Top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness right here on the Zone Sports Network. Jacob says... Jacob at the team is the star 09. Just listen to DJ and PK for about three minutes, and it might be the most confusing three minutes of radio I've ever heard. Nine million Mormons? Question mark, question mark. He's probably a little on the younger side. Doesn't remember the quote that helped usher Roger Reed out the door at BYU. Yeah, the Chris Burgess thing when he committed to Duke. Question of the day. Should we take a third start, sh- shot at this one, or do you want to jump to the other one? Which one's going to intrigue you more? Whatever you want, man. <laughs> it's not what I want. You're the leader. What are some suggestions for the state of Utah college athletes to make money off of? Name, image, and likeness. Kicked in July 1. What are the best opportunities? David says they could sell fireworks in a multi-level marketing scheme. Fireworks, very popular in Utah. It's that time of year. And the fireworks, though, I got to have the traditional in the sky. The stuff on the ground on the, you go out that in the, the street. neighbor's doing, it just doesn't work for it me. It doesn't, because you didn't grow up with it, right? No. I didn't grow up with it either. I'm used to, you're right, you go somewhere, they shoot fireworks off, and they're a quarter of a mile up in the air. Yeah, and you hear and they, boom and all right. that stuff. And then, they and then there's the pause before they explode. Yeah. So the, the ones in the street, just... All they do is keep me up. Grant wants athletes endorsing products like a built bar and stuff. Built bar seems like a natural. Something healthy, grab and go, eat on the run. Quick snack for the athlete. Help you rebound from the workout. I prefer a slow snack. Yeah, I, I just wonder how much is going to be advertising, though. It's I just don't know that that's going to be it. Garrett says auto dealers are auto brand endorsements. Back to the advertising. So it's just advertising. That's what, it. What do you want it to be? Or what do you think it will be? I'm not sure. I don't know that I have any specific answers, but... I just don't know that some basketball player at BYU who is just a, another run-of-the-mill guy is, is going to make me want to buy a particular product. You know, everyone goes back to Jimmer. All right. Well, let's see. Jimmer and Ainge. We've just spanned 50 years. Hmm. <laughs> And that's about it. 40 years. And that's about it. So who is compelling enough to get you to do anything? BYU quarterbacks. Potentially, not always. I mean, those guys end up can, can end up being... The most roasted college player we have in any sport. High risk, high reward playing BYU quarterback. We can go through the list of guys who've been roasted. Yeah, it's a very high visibility position. Uh, probably in the colleges in our state, the BYU quarterback's probably the highest visible. 
far more so than Utah is. I, I, I would, I would think even Ute fans would agree with that. I would expect they would. I mean, Lee Gross Cup and Alex Smith. I guess it goes two ways. If you have a product and you need to reach a new segment of the audience, the athlete, especially the athlete with a lot of social media, could introduce your product to a whole new group of yeah, people. Yeah, but those are the people but that how advertisers much of this, don't target them. But how much of this is really about the booster who's going to give the money to the kid, not because it's going to help the program. Because he's a jock sniffer? Right. Hey, I want to know this kid. I want to hang out with this kid. Oh, grow up. And I want this team to win, so by making sure players get paid, I'm helping the coach recruit. So it's more like a donation to the program, although it goes into the kid's pocket. I'm not sure I really see that. I can see it on theory, but will it actually be applied and happen to maybe two or three, four, five kids? And if you go football, you got 100 plus. Right. But if you have a decent team, yeah, you're not going to buy a whole team. But if you have a decent team and you had a few difference makers, quarterback, running back, big time pass rusher, if you already have a solid team, can that elevate it? Whether it does or not, if someone thinks it does, then they'll just go do it. And you have seen some jock sniffing around teams in your time, so you can't, even though you can dismiss it, ah, you jock sniffing, it's going to happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There was this guy who used to fly with the Utes, because they they don't, and they charge sometimes. Huntsman would lend them their jet from uh, Laramie. But most of the time it would be just regular, and he would always be around. And he'd sit on a plane, and he'd try to talk to them. And even little old UC Santa Barbara had that. Yeah, they had yeah. they had two big boosters, and one of them wanted to hang out with the kids big time and laugh and joke with them. And he was fifty, whatever. And seems so bizarre to me. People were used to having him around, so they were kind of nice to him, but it wasn't like they were tight with him. Yeah, and I'm sure he doesn't see any of them now. But then you know the others. The, the real high roller dudes, they were around when they wanted to be around. Like John Huntsman would be around when he wanted to be around. He had other stuff and, going. And, and his presence was recognized. One time somewhere, I think we are in California, he came up to me. Patrick, John Huntsman. I know who you are. <laughs> it's like I'm in awe of this man. I know, right? <laughs> Who's a phenomenal businessman? Done all this stuff for cancer. A respected uh, church leader in his church community. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I'm not going to call you John. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening. I may call you Mister Huntsman. J H. What up, dog? But I'm not calling you John. <laughs> That just doesn't seem right. And this was 20 years ago, so I was way younger. And there's just no way. I'm, I said, I think I said, I know who you are, Mr. Huntsman. <laughs> Got an idea who you are. <laughs> yeah. But he, I mean, he, he was around, but not all the time. But when he was around, everybody knew who he was. I mean, he was a distinguished man. It's of, a big game. And then you look down, and there he was in his seats. Yeah, it's not it, a big game. Oh, he's not there. He gave the, the tickets. NCAA tournament gave the tickets around. Yeah, 
Uh, yep. So. In Boise, over the head of the media, I'll call you, we'll go to dinner. Talking to Bajeris. All the media's looking like, yeah, we won't be invited to that dinner. But it was sort of unassuming in his own way, I thought anyway. And, and his reputation for me, I hadn't heard of him, but I knew it was the Huntsman Center and that was him. So I put two and two together and knew, okay, he has to be somebody. Uh, but like uh, somebody like that it w- would... So he's got... Well, he's a booster. So will someone like that... For but the he people, doesn't need you to advertise for I him. I agree, that's what but I'm that's saying. where it's more like a donation to the program. Will someone... The people who have their names on stadiums and arenas, that level of booster, will they make sure that money gets funneled to players? Not so much because it's going to help their business, but because it's a way to support the program. Yeah, but what, the player, what does the player do in return? There's got to be a sponsorship. Yeah, that personalized appearances. Maybe they do autograph do ads signing. or something. Autograph sign. Yeah, I mean, they, they can come up with something. So you sign autographs and I'm going to give you money? That's yeah. what they're allowing them to do. But what? Come on, John, come on down to the car dealership. Johnny that, that, that's my point. Huntsman doesn't have a car dealership, right? His so you don't come down to it. Sure, like Nike doesn't need an Oregon athlete to sell shoes because Nike's going to sell plenty of shoes. But hey, you're a booster and your name's on the arena, and so you tell the right, kid. But you keep come coming on down. down to a, a public appearance. That's that's. It could be a retweet. It could be a retweet of uh, it could be anything. They're going to create it because it doesn't really matter. What would somebody like a John Huntsman create to give the player money? That's my point. He doesn't have a business that I need you to right, advertise. I get it. He doesn't. He's not owning a and retail so business. How does he have you come down and Re- sign autographs for? What? There's nothing there. How is that <laughs> the going Huntsman to Cancer work? Center. Well, yeah, come we're down and make a, an, We're having a fundraiser for the Huntsman Cancer Center. Everybody retweet it. No, they have that fundraiser and yeah. have it there and have the players. Yeah, we got a sign. we got a golf tournament to raise money yeah. for that. I mean, they, they got a whole development team up there at Huntsman Cancer that's going out and raising money. So whatever whatever events they're doing, maybe it would be that. I mean, I get your point because he's running, you know, uh, plastics. So I mean, hey, we got a new uh, petrochemical facility in uh, in Texas. Come on down and sign autographs. It makes no sense. Right. I totally, I totally right. get that. Right. I get where you're going. But he would find something. He would create something somehow. Maybe it'd be T-shirts to increase the visibility of the Huntsman Cancer Center. And we know about it in Utah, so maybe for an out-of-state athlete, you know, it'd be doing something out-of-state to increase its visibility. I'm trying to think of a way for more kids to get cash mm-hmm. rather than exclusively just the public appearance and some form of advertising. Ben says garage sale. Thanks, Ben, but that's not what we're going for. What do you mean garage sale? Uh, now they can make money off a garage sale. You really couldn't make money off everything. We had Didn't Steve Alford, when he was a player, not when he was a coach, but when he was a player in Indiana, I think he did a photo shoot for a charity calendar and got suspended for a game. So now you can say, hey, I'm, I'm Joe Blow. We're having a major garage sale and a blowout. Come on down. and Again, that's, and he can that's make money. back to advertising. Yeah. Well, that's where most of our listeners are going. And I get you want to go beyond that. I'm trying to think of ways. I'm not coming up with any successful ways, but I'm trying to think of ways more than because I'm trying to spread it around a little bit to have. Do some of them guys. start their own business and make money off it? Because yeah, I was thinking, like in the Huntsman Institute or the Huntsman example, 
that you come to work for me. That's an interesting thought, that now players could get paid internships in the offseason. Well, BYU, with that Built for Life camp, uh, program they built, they actually have it in the guidelines or whatever. They're going to have paid internships as part of and it. And so you get a lot of these kids, and many of them now, they come in January, and then they stay in the summer. So they put themselves in the position to graduate, if not in four years, in three years. Right, the and, football players. I yeah. think at the U now, and, and I haven't been told this, but just from doing the interviews we've done, it seems like there's a plan from the day they show up to graduate in three and a half years. So they play the four, but they have the degree, the bowl games done, and they can go prepare for the NFL. And they got the degree. Mom and dad are happy. The academic side's fulfilled. So they're on the three and a half year plan. And we heard like Matt Leinard was taking ballroom dancing his senior year, mm-hmm. his senior year of athletic eligibility because he chose to come back. So I'm thinking in that situation, John Beck used to talk about that. His senior year, he said, was so awesome. The team was really good and he had no real academic stress or what have you. And he used to talk about going down to Scipio and hunt. <laughs> and then come back in time for practice, right? So I'm thinking, so you go to work for these guys, yes, and they, make, and they pay you big money, and you're actually I could, you're, you're employed that, by them, not just showing up at the car dealership. I, I, I can totally see Boosters doing that. I, I, could, I mean, he's obviously he's not alive now, but that seems like the thing that would have appealed to John Huntsman. Like, Come up and get started in business. Brian Johnson. You talk about all the athletes, right? Brian Johnson was watching a ton of film his senior year because basically he was done in school and he was taking a class or two because he was done. Right. And so you that be could enrolled. be something they so can dangle. Be, you, yeah. you, you take care of your academics, your fourth year of eligibility, particularly if you've redshirted, which obviously I think Brian, Brian did, right? Did because he hurt his knee. Yeah. yeah. He and was in his fifth year. Right. So that that is the time. So it's not anything that the public is aware about, but you do. No, that's legit you, now. You work right. for me and I pay you 50 grand to whatever it is. Right. What, you know, what, Whatever business that and you have the uh, total business owner has. Schedule. That's kind of yeah. been set up now. The Olympics has done that for athletes. The U.S. Olympic Committee has set stuff up. And so, like, the speed skaters who come and train at the Oval that they built in Kearns for the 2002 games, uh-huh. they work at Home Depot. Home Depot's got a whole program, and it's got super flexible hours because depending on the sport and the season, you know, they have more free time, they have less free time. And what time of day? And they got a whole program to accommodate all of that because you're you've been identified as either an Olympian or a potential Olympian. And that extends; it doesn't necessarily factor into your popularity. It's just that you take care of your coursework that gives you the time, so you're not having to carry 16 hours. Yeah. In addition to being a full time participant in football or volleyball or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. So to me, that is something that I would like to see as a reward for your academics, and then you still have athletic eligibility and you choose to use that and you don't go on to the NFL or to whatever it is that you're, would be your pro uh, sport. So you're there on campus. Take advantage of that. Because I just can't see. I'm trying to figure out how many kids are actually going to benefit from this. Are we just building this up and it really is just a select few, so it doesn't really matter. There's not really any big 
widespread uh, availability. So we discussed this for years and went through the courts and we made but it was really just for the it. but it's like three or four kids. It's really for the Reggie Bushes of the world. Yeah, and it's for the uh, uh, Johnny Footballs. You, you're Texas A&M's quarterback, and you're exciting. So Manziel gets paid. Right, and good for but, good for but that how person. About, but that's just how about the other like one in a million? Yeah, basically. How about the other eighty uh, whatever scholarship players at A and M every year? And that's just the one team, but the hundreds that are mm-hmm. doing it uh, for you know, well, they got four hundred uh, kids playing sports and, and campus and whatever it might be, depending on how many programs you have uh, going forward there. So I just don't know how many car dealers are going to so, have Joe, so Joe always, Kidd okay, show so we up always, on a Saturday at noon. We always joke about this, but BYU's launching the Built for Life thing. And we always joke about the ex-BYU athlete who settles in Alpine or Highland and is an entrepreneur. So as you raise your kid, in addition to sending them to all the private lessons with other ex-BYU athletes and making money off each other, by the time they're in college... Are you working on them and their entrepreneurial abilities in high school and college and letting them make money and get an early start? Yeah, that's what I would like to see. That's what I'm talking about. I can totally see that happening. Obviously, it won't happen for everybody, but clearly it's going to happen for somebody. The parent's already an entrepreneur, and they're saying, you're a big deal, you're a recruitable athlete, you probably got a famous name because we recognize the parent's name. That story happens over and over again. So you've already got a name to launch on. You build the social media following, and then whatever your thing is, whatever area you want to work on, you work on it and start building your own business and your own brand. And that it's not even somebody hiring you. It's just that now you're free to cash in on your own name and do your own thing, Mm -hmm. which isn't everybody, but it's somebody, and it won't necessarily be limited to football players. And, and yeah, you're. Right. You mean you're a golfer? If you're a college golfer, you could be out giving golf lessons right now. Are players going to run camps and do training stuff? Train like a college athlete? Seems like however many ideas you want. Now maybe you're running a t-shirt company. I don't know what you're doing. Whatever. I mean, it's entrepreneurship. And I, should I should I check Twitter and see if people are launching their own MLMs? I'm pretty sure they are. Well, there were Twitter. at least two uh, guys yesterday that are athletes in the college football realm who announced they're launching their own apparel businesses as part yeah. of this. So that's great. Yeah. So the entrepreneur can start earlier while yeah. they've got a. You're playing football, but you also can. Yeah. I just have my doubts. How many are going to be used in advertising? It does seem that like just when you got like what, such what was a the number Tom? level. Yeah, and because Tom threw out the number, was it six hundred and thirty-one scholarship athletes? Was that the number? Is that what they have at I, I don't know what it is. It's oh, in that realm. I don't yes. know. I, yeah. I, 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 I he said, said it. It's in the know. interview. You can go listen to twelve eighty thezone dot com. And actually, you ought, if you're a BYU fan, you ought to because he laid out a bunch of stuff we didn't know. Well, you're um, a fan of me. You should because I'm a great there's interviewer. That, there's that too. Sure, absolutely. Uh, but there's to your point. The, the noise as the 300th or 400th or 500th athlete starts endorsing whatever retail product, it just loses its impact. Right. Nobody right, can right. absorb 631 different messages about 631 different businesses from 631 different scholarship athletes. And that's before you add UVU into the mix or the Utes or anybody else in the state. Yeah. So that doesn't seem like much, and you're only going to do it for maybe a year anyway, unless you're some uh, unbel- unless you're uh, Ty Jordan and you take the world so, by storm as a freshman. So everything's so every market is different, right? So now name, image, and likeness, and this had only 
probably be for the high end people. But like, are USC football players just going to end up in TV shows and in movies? I mean, USC's cranking out graduates into the entertainment industry. So from casting, Will Ferrell, from <laughs> Will Ferrell, from performers to casting directors to producers and directors, I mean, there's no limit to the links SC has in entertainment. Uh, that's absolutely true. And sure. They're going to be writing scenes. They're going to be writing football scenes into random shows. <laughs> so the quarterback can come throw a pass and get a payday. Good on them. It probably sucks for the rest of us in the conference. But good on them. Yeah. If, if they have that ability and the star power to get that thing done, sure, that'd be great for them. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, an entrepreneur in his own right. We'll run this past him. We'll get to that coming up. And we'll talk to him about jazz in the offseason. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Big Show. The Big Show. With Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. Name, image, and likeness is now a thing in college sports. We've each filled out names of college figures and products to endorse. We mixed them all up, and then we're taking a cold out of a pile. Hi, I'm Lou Holtz, and I'm here to tell you about Lee's Snap-On Nails. Hi, I'm Johnny Manziel, and I'm here to talk to you about Skull Chewing Tobacco. (laughs) Hi, I'm Austin Colley, here for... The tsunami, the world's strongest in-home bidet. <laughs> tsunami. Magic happens. <laughs> Magic happens. <laughs> we are so juvenile. Catch the big show weekdays from 2 to 7. Presented by Big O Tires, the team you trust. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.